Susan Beth, and you are listening to the She Is Podcast, where we talk about living life intentionally and about trusting that the desires you have deep within you are there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. My desire is that this would be a space that encourages you to lean in and to hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know, that you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. Hi, friend. Happy Sunday. You might hear a cough drop in my mouth. Hopefully not, but I'm recovering from a week of not feeling my best, but I'm getting better every day. But in case you hear something different in my voice or in my mouth clanging around, it's a cough drop. But anyway, today I just kind of wanted us to chat in this Sunday episode. And I'm hoping that this weekend you have found some time to rest in every way. And I know sometimes weekends could look, can look different depending on what kind of job you work. I know for most of my life, weekends have not been a time of rest. And that usually was the first part of the week for me. But um, now the weekend is typically when there's not lots of activities to take part of most of the time, weekends are a time of kind of slowing down a different schedule and resting. So I hope you've done that. I hope you've had some time to rest. And not only do I hope that you've rested, but I hope that you've been refreshed. And what I mean by that is I hope that you have intentionally allowed yourself to do some things that refresh your mind and your soul. Maybe that's reading a book. Maybe that's taking a walk. Maybe that's just sitting in your favorite chair, sipping on your favorite drink. I mean, whatever that is to you. I think sometimes, and I've mentioned this before, I think we can hear people share about their experiences and what brings life to them. And then we try to use or do that same practice and don't find that we are feeling the same benefits or experiencing the same benefits and maybe feel confused about that and or think that we need to try harder or we did something wrong. And I say this often and I want to keep saying it because we live in a world where other people's voices and experiences are shared all the time with us, which is beautiful. I love it. I love it. And it's very needed and it's very helpful and it's very positive. But the point that I want to continue to bring up is we take we take what we what is beneficial for us from the the sharing of other people, but that's not for us to duplicate it exactly. That's not the that's not really the point of it most of the time. And so I hope that 
You've taken some time to be refreshed in whatever way is refreshing to you. And only you know that. And sometimes you might not know that. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to the podcast episode that came out this past Thursday that I did with Dawn Barton. And she, in the past few months, has released a book called Midlife Battle Cry. And she talks about that, that sometimes, especially as women, but I think it's common for, for men and women. And, and it happens in different seasons for, for different reasons for each of us. But sometimes we can forget what brings refreshment to our lives and what we enjoy. And sometimes that can change too. Some things that we might have enjoyed at one time, we don't necessarily enjoy at a particular, I mean, in a later season. So anyway, sometimes you might have to figure that out. You might have to experiment and see because it might not bring you joy anymore. And one thing I have found is sometimes there's something that will bring you so much joy and so much refreshment to your soul and to your spirit. And it's something you've never even done before. So that's a great thing. Experiment. Do things you've never done before. And maybe you'll hate them. <laughs> and feel like it was a waste of time. And then you'll know, never do that again. But you know what? You could love it. And it's something that you want to add into your life. So there. But I hope that you were able to rest. Rest is important. And rest doesn't mean you crawled up in the bed and slept for several hours. Although. You might have done that and needed it. But rest is taking a break from your normal, your normal activities and the things that pull energy from you, the busyness of life and just regular things that we have to do that we need hours and and really a day minimum of disconnecting. In, in all the ways, disconnecting in all the ways and just moving through our day slowly. So I hope that you're able to take some time to just to move slowly through your life and just to soak up the goodness that comes from just getting still. You know, I hope that you're able to turn down or turn off the noise around you and just allow your nervous system to settle down and for your soul to be strengthened by the strength that silence can bring to us. And you know, I didn't always like silence. As a matter of fact, I hated silence. Hated it. Hated it. You can ask my younger sister, when we had to share a room, we would get in a fight and my mom would have to come in and we'd get in trouble because I didn't like the darkness and I didn't like the silence. And so the door would close, the lights would go out, and my younger sister Darla loved it. and. So she's laying in there trying to fall asleep and I would turn on, I would either get up and crack the door open so there was light or I would turn on a TV, something. It's like I did not want to be in the dark, in the silence. And she would get up and close the door again to make it dark again. I would get up and open the door and back and forth. But even besides that example, there were so many ways in my life that I avoided the silence. I always wanted noise, something on, music, the television. I wanted something on. And basically what I was doing was I was distracting my mind from being still. And I know that's not uncommon because I hear many of you say the same thing, that you don't like the silence. You don't like the getting still. 
And that's, that's why we, we um, continuously plan things to keep us busy and want to go from activity to activity, even though we can complain about it and how busy we are. It's like we don't want to stop because when we stop, we've got to be still with our thoughts. And sometimes that's uncomfortable. And I'm not saying it's not uncomfortable. And so even when I was just saying that of getting still and allowing our nervous systems to settle down, I found in the beginning, my nervous system did not calm down. It's like that's when it would ramp up, but it's because it wasn't used to it. It wasn't used to me not going. It wasn't used to me, my mind not being distracted by singing lyrics to a song or hearing them in my brain and thinking about that. And we do the same thing with sit, we sit down and we pick up our phone. Then we start scrolling. We start doing something and looking. And it's just like, we're, we're keeping our mind going because we don't want to sit in the silence. And initially, that can make our nervous system feel a little jumbly because it's not used to it. And it takes practice. It's like a muscle. And that can get better over time that the more we allow it to be settled, it'll get used to that. And it's like I literally now can feel... <laughs> When I need to stop and take a break of something, and because it's like I've overstimulated myself, because now I'm, I don't live like I used to live, and I don't give myself all that stimuli. Is that the word? <laughs> Stimulus, stimuli, um, stimulated. Where I'm just not stimulated as much. Where I used to live at a different pace, and it was like I needed that. And it's almost like I had to wean myself through the years off of that. And now that I don't live that way, I can tell when I have seasons where life has amped up. It's like I can do that for a while and then I can feel like, okay. Um, and, and, and you know what? I think that's the beautiful thing of seasons. I think, um, you know, a lot of times there's been all this, these conversations about balance and all that kind of stuff. It's the same kind of thing. I think we can live in this ebb and flow of extending ourselves, but it's like God set this up for us to, to live and to work and to move, but then also to stop and to get still and to rest our bodies and to rest our minds and to nourish ourselves. And it's for us. It's for us. I mean, he created the Sabbath for us to be rejuvenated and to be restored in our bodies and in our minds. And when we don't do that, it's going to affect our lives. So today, I wanted to just kind of casually, because I'm, I say casually, because I'm, I'm holding the autumn journal in my hand. and. I just kind of want to share what I'm thinking right now. And, and, and to be honest, part of my mind was like, you don't need to talk about this again. They're probably sick of hearing about the journal. <laughs> and so I have, to, I have to press through that of feeling like you don't want to hear about it again. Because that's why I'm here. That's, I'm here and I'm showing up because I have something that I want to invite you to and encourage you with. And so... I won't be doing this every week, but we're heading into a new season. Actually, on the 23rd is the official first day of autumn. 
And so I wanted to talk to you about why this journal means something to me. And I know I've done that before, you know, more so in snippets where I will share that. And other times I've, I've, I've taken a little more time. But I'm really excited about this season. And I, I, th- I think I've mentioned this in an email or podcast or something that, and, and have said it jokingly, but seriously too, that fall's my favorite season for a lot of different reasons. And so I don't know if that's why it's my favorite. You know, that could be just because there is just such a warmth and a coziness with fall that is just so inviting. So I don't know if it's all that. But I love I love this journal and I'm just really excited about you loving it too. And it's not just about the journal and the pages and the art that I love just because I love the colors and the way it makes me feel when I look at the art and the colors. But it's not just about that. It's about what the weekly focuses are inviting us into in the season. You know, things for us to think about and you know, words and themes that this season always brings up for me. And I want them to mean something and bring something up for you. And I'm looking at the weekly focus. I was kind of looking at some of the words and some of the things, colors of change, layers and leaves, letting things fall away, thankfulness, prayerfulness. The family table. That's something I was really, that came up for me when I was thinking about different things I wanted to talk about. And I I even thought when I wrote that and titled that weekly focus, the family table of what a lot of people could think that means. So I'm excited for you to experience that week. And there's lots of thoughts that were brought up for me about belonging because I, I think that that's just a core. I know it is. I don't think <laughs> that's just such a core. A foundational core need within each of us to belong. And we do belong. And so I'm excited for us to all be reminded of that as we walk through the season together. Then it ends with the last few weeks of peace, joy, and love. And I don't know. I just feel like there's lots of goodness in this this season that I'm excited for us to walk through together. But one thing I wanted to to touch on in this Sunday episode that um, I actually posted something on social media that kind of shared and showed a page at the beginning of the journal. Because at the beginning of each journal, when you open them up, the first few few pages are the same in in every season. And the reason that is, it's because it's kind of like the introduction. And it says, the first page says, the journal. And on the art for that, page is it says be still and know. So the art does change with the season, kind of looks like that, but it, the words stay the same, be still and know. And that's the very first thing you see besides the page that says this journal belongs to and a blank for you to write your name. It starts with be still and know. That's how it starts because that is the foundation and heart behind the journal. You know, I think sometimes when I'm sharing stuff or say different things, some people could think that I'm encouraging people to think more about themselves, which I am. 
I am. I really am. And I don't apologize for that (laughs) because I don't think I'm doing that in a selfish way. I think we all grow up with certain bents and from, from things we were, we were taught and, and not in a negative way, but I did, I did, I grew up in a very selfless, with very selfless teaching in the sense of it was very much emphasized not to think much of yourself. And that's true. But to me, I kind of went out of balance with that. Even though I felt, I always felt confident in who I was, I wasn't confident in displaying that because I felt like that was being showy or bringing attention to myself. And so where I've shifted in the last Oh, over a decade of really shifting that as I grew deeper, even with my relationship with God is, and it was through him and the power of the Holy Spirit that shifted that for me, that it's not a focus, it's not, it wasn't more of a focus on me, it was more of a focus on him and him wanting me to live the life that he created me to live. And when I do that, Yes, I'm being seen, but I am imaging him and his intention for my life. And I was way out of balance with that. Everything I did was supposedly out of humility, but really it was out of fear of being seen or being judged of somebody that's wanting to be seen. And I can still struggle with that. I I can easily revert to that and think, oh, who does she think she is? And she thinks she's all that, and that's why she's wanting to show up and do whatever. And that's not the case (laughs) at all. I'm wanting to be seen because my desire is for the image of God to be seen in my life. And that requires me being seen. So I forgot why I even went there. Oh, I know why. Because I was talking about the be still and know. And so I, the point I was making was I think sometimes I can share and say things which would make people think that it's about getting to know your journaling and getting to know yourself better and all that. And that's absolutely true. That all happens in the process. But the core intention is to, and it's had this verse is in the beginning, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. That's the core. To we get to know ourselves better in that process? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's all covered in us knowing him more. That is the core of the journal. Us stopping, getting still, and knowing him. And I want to read you the first paragraph. This is on the first page. It says the journal. It says, the book you're holding in your hands is yours. Feel free to mark it up as you desire. Coffee stains and teardrops are welcome. They are a reflection of your time lived out on the pages. And that is so how I feel about this. The journal's yours. It's there's nobody, there's not a teacher that's gonna be walking and looking over your shoulder every day or every week to make sure that you have written. Um, on the appropriate 
pages and that you're following along week by week and you're staying up to date and you've your thoughts make sense and I could go on and on. No, it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It, and, and I've said this and I'm going to say it again. You could buy this journal and you could open it up and you could read it. And that's all you could do. You could read the words on the page. You could never write on a single line. And that's okay. Do you know how many books I have bought and I have opened up and I have read a line or a paragraph and it has spoken to me so strongly that I have closed it <laughs> and set it aside and did not finish it. And maybe you picked it up months or years later, or maybe I haven't even gotten back to that book. I think you could pick this up and you could maybe get one thing out of it. And that served its purpose. It's yours to use as you want and the way it is speaking to you. So you might, you might jump in and it's like you're all in and you are reading every weekly focus, answering every journal prompt and writing. And that's great. But if you don't, that's great also. Because just by showing up and reading the weekly focuses and the prompts, that is getting in your spirit. And whether you even subconsciously know that you're thinking about it, it's bringing things up to where things will be brought to your mind. I think that's the thing. When we will trust God and the Holy Spirit to speak to us, He will. He is. And when we give Him that opportunity, then He's speaking to us and He's revealing things to us. And it just doesn't always look like we think it's going to look look like. So I wanted to remind you about that. that there's more on that page, but I'm not going to go on about that. But then when you turn the page, it talks about daily rhythms and intentions. And again, these are daily rhythms and intentions that are to be life-giving. And so it's not to be a rule or, and actually on these pages, they're, they're scripture that I kind of then talk about that I have found to be very life-giving for me. And the core for both of those are really just drawing us to being intentional with our life. And I may, I've had several of you mention this to me after going through the spring journal and the summer journal of giving me examples and sharing with me how working through this journal, even when you didn't show up every week or write in it every day, it did help you to be more intentional about walking through that particular season. And, you know, life can just feel like it is just flying by. You know, it's like, you know, we start a new month and the next thing we know, that month is ending and we're starting another month. And it's when we root into practices and different things that connect us to the moment, it's like we experience it. It, it slows us down. It slows our brains down and it helps us be more present. And so I think that is one of the beautiful things in using these seasonal journals is it slows us down in the season and it helps us see and get out of the season more of what's there that we could very easily be missing because we're just living Groundhog Day and flying through the season. So I think that's the one of the gifts that a seasonal journal can bring to us. But I wanted to read, and I shared this on social media this week. And if you're getting the email today, then I'm probably going to share this first there. 
or the, the, the post that I shared. And it's from Romans 8, verses 26 through 30 from the message version that says, Meanwhile, the moment that we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves. He knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. God knew what He was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love Him along the same lines as the life of His Son. The Son stands first in the line of humanity He restored. We see the original and intended shape of our lives there in Him. After God made that decision of what His children should be like, He followed it up by calling people by name. After He called them by name, He set them on a solid basis with Himself. And then, after getting them established, He stayed with them to the end, gloriously completing what He had begun. And then I've written at the top, it says, The God that designed and formed you knows you better than you know yourself. Your Creator planted the seeds of His image uniquely in you and desires to co-labor with you in revealing the beauty of His goodness and mercy in the world. He desires to walk with you through every season and is faithful to complete what He started in you. And I so believe that. And so here's the thing. There's nothing magical about this journal or any journal, but it's about us getting quiet and still for God's Spirit to do a work within us, to speak to us. And it's it's a tool. I've just found it to be an incredible tool in the midst of the craziness of life and the noise of life to stop and to put a pen to paper and to write. And as a as a write my prayers, my fears, my praises, all of it. The Spirit of God shows up and strengthens my spirit. He speaks His truth over any fear that I might have jotted on the line. He brings His love and covers any place that I might have written where I don't feel loved or I don't feel like I belong. He reminds me who I am and whose I am. And He wants to do the same for you. And does it have to be in a journal? No, it does not have to be in a journal. But a journal has its just been so life-giving for me. And because it has been, can't help but want to share it with you and invite you into walking through your seasons 
intentionally looking for his hand in your life. So if you're interested in ordering one, I know many of you already have yours in your hand or it's on the way and or I'm excited about that. That makes me so happy. But if you are interested in getting your journal, then we will have the links in the show notes and you can do that. And last time I checked, Amazon still has the hardcover marked down to where it is just a few dollars more than the soft cover, which is usually not the case. So if you would like to try the hardcover and haven't ever wanted to pay the extra, now's your time. But I will say, I love the soft cover. It feels very nice and I really like it. So it's your pick, whatever you like. Anyway, I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to me. Hopefully my cough drop wasn't too obvious. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm, I'm excited for all of us as we're, we're moving into this autumn season. And I am praying and believing that God is going to give us the peace and he's going to give us the strength to allow some things to fall away in our life that are needed to for where he's taking us in the future. I'm excited about that. It's going to be good. So anyway, love you guys and hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk soon. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do. Because you being you is exactly what we all need. of Amplify Life Media.